Welcome to the Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast with your host, hailing from Kakana, Wisconsin, riding a CST Tires SSI decals traveling back Yamaha YFC 450R, four-time ATV Motocross National Champion, number 25. Cody Jensen. What's up, everybody? We're back. Welcome to the latest edition of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, episode 111 of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, presented by our title sponsor, CST Tires, in stock and available for purchase today at shop.csttires.com. I'm your host, Cody Jansen, saying hello to our more than 212,000 monthly Digging Deep listeners in all 101 countries in which you are listening. And this is our Zach Decker update and high point preview show. I got to catch a flight, so I really can't be too long winded in the intro here, but I really wanted to squeeze this episode in. 2022 AMA ATV Pro Rookie of the Year, Zach Decker, joins us to give us an update following that gnarly crash that he suffered back at Gatorback about a month ago. And he'll also stick around to help me do a quick preview of the High Point weekend ahead right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. Let's quickly shout out all of our incredible partners, CST Tires. Go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew. Thanks to SSI decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymauer Financial Group, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Binkies Forever ATC Museum, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. It was big news when Manscaped announced they were making the jump into the beard products game. Introducing the Beard Hedger Pro Kit from Manscaped. A premium beard sculpting machine, the Beard Hedger allows dudes like you and I to style our beards to exactly our liking with a zoom wheel featuring 20 different built-in links. This pro kit also includes shampoo, conditioner, oil, and balm for your beard, as well as a brush, comb, and scissors. Now you're speaking my language, Manscaped. And get 20% off with free shipping by using code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. So rad that Manscaped is continuing to invest in ATV Racing as a longtime partner of Digging Deep. Help us keep them in the fold and involved in ATV Racing by using our Digging Deep 20 code so they know you enjoy Digging Deep and what we're all about here. Support all the great companies that support us, and for any products that fall through the cracks, be sure to click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website to help us out. The 2023 season is rolling, but we both know you still need parts and gear. No matter what off-road gear parts you need, Rocky Mountain ATVMC has you covered. But before you buy, simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website. By using our specific link, we get a percentage of what you buy on the back end, enabling you to help us out while purchasing the parts you need Anyway, and did you know you can buy OEM parts from Rocky Mountain ATVMC as well? Yep, ship conveniently right to your door. So click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner at diggingdeepatvmx.com to help us out while satisfying all your gear and parts needs. No new donors to shout out this week, but if you're interested in donating and hearing your name on the show, you can find the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee donation links on our website. Major thanks to all who have donated. Now, if you can't donate, but you still want to help us out, you can rate and leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. That helps us out in a major way. If nothing else, that helps let our partners know that you're passionate about digging deep and keeping us around long into the future. 
And lastly, a couple housekeeping things I just want to touch on. I saw a t-shirt fundraiser for Lane Baird kind of making its rounds on the internet. All proceeds from that, it looks like, are going to his medical bills and rehab and, and, and what have you there. Uh, so I saw it posted by Kelsey Smith Marshall. So seek that out on the internet if you want to help Lane Baird. Uh, obviously, a kid that we all know and love. And also want to just take a moment to let the Brick family know that we are keeping them in our our thoughts and prayers here at Digging Deep. Now it's showtime. The 30-second board is up, it's sideways, and the gate is down. Time to dig deep. Let's go! All right, guys, stoked to spend a little time here with this guy, one of the biggest names in all of ATV motocross as we look towards the future. Brought to you by Rocky Mountain ATV MC, parts, gear, OEM replacement items, and so much more. Rocky Mountain has it all shipped quick and easy right to your door. Simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC link on our website at diggingdeepatvmx.com before you purchase. This helps us out while purchasing the parts you need. And joining us now to update everyone on how he's doing and help us do a little look ahead to high point, it's reigning AMA ATV Pro Rookie of the Year, Mr. Zach Decker. Zach, man, so stoked uh, you could fit us into your schedule here obviously wish we were talking about you racing high point this weekend uh but but man awesome to have you here and let me know how you're doing let everybody know how you're doing and, and give us an update on on how you're feeling pal yeah cody thank you for having me on the show i appreciate it um i'm doing good i'm hanging in there uh we just had another check-in doctor appointment today so got a broken femur and we we broke my wrist my wrist is, is healing up i'm out of the cast um oh, my good. wrist so that's good nice um my my leg is weight bearing, uh, so that's good. I'm able to like move around as much as I as much as I can tolerate the pain. Okay. Just my check my check in doctor appointment. I have an issue like I have a um a piece of fragment uh chipped off during the 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 injury. Okay. Um, and it is now growing into like it's it the bone's actually growing to be part of my leg in the wrong spot. <laughs> okay. If so what, Yeah. So what do you do with that? So there's nothing they can really do with that right now. It kind of has to wait till the bone actually like grows to, to be like a, a mature bone. Um, okay. And if it still bothers me at that point, then I could get it removed, but that's a year down the road. That's down the road. Okay. Well, that is awesome to hear, man, to have your, to have your wrist out of a cast, I'm sure just to, for day-to-day -day life is a, is a great thing. And to think that, you know, we're only, I mean, not a ton over a month, you know, from when all this went down and to think that you're weight bearing on that femur because femur, I don't have to tell you, but it's obviously such a major injury. And I remember talking with one of the guests on the show since your injury, probably in the, in the race recap show that, I mean, uh, a femur can be tons of different, uh, severities right on the, where the break is and, you know, obviously compounds Absolutely. and all, all those things. And I had thought I'd been hearing, and I was so thankful for your dad kind of to keep me up to date with what was going on. So we could let our listeners know, but it sounded like as far as femurs go, uh, now we know you're dealing with this bone fragment, but as far as femurs go, it sounded like things were okay. Right. And, and obviously for you to be sitting here now and say you're weight bearing and you're staying on top of all this stuff, man, it does seem like, obviously, you know, we wish this wouldn't have happened and, and wouldn't have had to have happened and you didn't have to deal with this. And you were still at the races on the track with these guys doing so well, 
but all things considered, it sounds like it could have been worse. Easy for me to say, but it sounds like maybe you're, you kind of got out of the woods. Okay. On this thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm every day. I just keep on, I keep on telling my family and, and everyone that, that talks to me, I'm like, man, I, I feel like I'm, I'm lucky, honestly. Like everyone's like, man, it's a shame. It's a shame what happened. I'm like, yeah, it's a shame what happened. But honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm super lucky. Like when I first, when I first landed, there's so many things going through. I couldn't feel both my legs. Um, so there was so many things going through my head. I thought I'd, you know, I thought there's, I'm never going to be able to ride again. Never going to be able to let alone move my legs again. Um, yeah. yeah. So there's just a lot of things that first went through my head. Um, and then I started getting my movement back uh, once I was in the ambulance and stuff. And Oh, thank God. Uh, stuff started coming around then, but um yeah, at first it was definitely scary, but like I'm like it definitely could have went south, and so I'm I'm glad that I'm, I'm actually able to be standing here and yeah, and uh, and I will be better. It's just it's gonna take some time. Yeah, take a little time. Yeah, I mean, the hearing that makes the hair on my arm stand up for one. But it, the power of perspective, right? Like it, everything changes. You know, you what you experience these things, and everything changes. And um, it's just it's awesome to hear where you are now. But uh, so, what's the prognosis wise? Like, I know we're early in this this whole thing, but I mean, is the opener next year still the target date? Like, is that the the event kind of circled on the calendar? Yeah, I mean, as long as uh, as long as no other like you know random things come up with my leg, then yeah, um, yeah that that uh, Daytona is circled on the calendar for next year, and as soon as I can get this leg ready, we'll be training for that. Awesome. Well, I, I know our listeners on the podcast platform at least can't see the smile on my face here, but that makes me so stoked to hear, especially after the journey you kind of just described for us. And last week on the show, Logan Stanfield told us, uh, he kind of hinted at the fact that you were maybe shooting for Loretta's at one point, but it sounds like maybe uh, you pumped the brakes on that a little bit. Yeah. Yep. And then especially coming off like Gator back, I was at a super high of high. So like, you know, I'm kind of expecting myself to to, to be right, you know, be competitive and, and, um, I know what I'm capable of now, so I don't want to really come back until I know that I'm capable of, of being back where I was. Oh, exactly. I mean, as a, as a competitor, as an athlete, like, yeah, you know, as soon as you set that bar and we'll, we'll talk about Gatorback right now, but as soon as you set that bar as high as you did on that day, man, like to come back and be anywhere, but there, you're not going to be happy. Like that's just how we work. Yep. So, so let's talk about Gatorback. So, so Moto2 at Gatorback is where this all went down. Um, you're in really good position at that time. You're in, in position for a possible overall podium on the day, which would have been the first, obviously, of your professional career. So take me through what happened next early in that race there. Like I said, you're in good position. And then tell me what happens because, man, the video is hairy. I watched it a few times, uh, you know, the the recap video that Glue put together there and like it's hard to even make total sense of, of what's going on. The, the way the bike moves is something like, I don't know. I've ever even really seen anything like that before. So, so tell me like what, what that experience was like, what did you experience when all this went down? Man, it was, I still tell like my dad, everyone, it, it's, it was like the craziest, craziest thing ever. It's like almost hard to explain what happened. Like it is, it just it felt like a dang ghost grabbed my bike and threw yeah. me up in the air like it was just it was wild 
Well, and that, and I mean, I don't know that you could have said it any better because that's the way it looks. I mean, the way that like the front end comes up and the, and the thing kind of gets side, I mean, you could tell like it's doing all kinds of funky things, right. Um, that, that you definitely don't see in a typical, in a typical, you know, motocross situation. So, I mean, obviously like I've heard at this point from multiple people, like the throttle stuck, but maybe it's, I don't know that it's that simple. It might've been something that you guys haven't even cracked the code and maybe you never will that something fluke happened and it just continued to accelerate. But I, I can't imagine what that must've been like to be piloting that thing when it, when it did all this. Yeah. It was just like, so in the video, uh, Logan and I are side by side. Um, we were like coming over that hump and, yeah. Um, we were just trying to like, you know, power up that hill and, and I was trying to in my head, um, I was like, all right, I'm gonna scrub this jump hard and hopefully I'll get on the ground before Logan does and yeah. you know, get uh, get a good charge and, and hopefully make a pass. Um, so as soon as I let off the throttle to scrub the jump, like literally the the second I let off the throttle, my bike did opposite and grabbed the throttle. Like there was nothing I could have done in that two second split before like I took off in the air and then when i was in the air it just i mean it just went vertical within a snap of the finger like i was doing i so much stuff was going through my head do i jump off the bike do i uh it was just a lot of things that were going through my head in that little bit of time um Mm -hmm. and i was just i was honestly worried i was gonna like land on the flagger stand because like when i was up up there I saw myself going to the right and I saw the flagger there and I was just like, man, hopefully I don't, hopefully I don't land on this flagger. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I just held my rear brakes down all the way till I got to the ground and luckily it kind of planed out. Flattened it out some for sure. I think that that's why we see it do such weird things. Cause you can instantly see the front end start to come up faster than you ever see. Right. Cause the thing's accelerating like crazy. And then you can see you hit the brake, which is why it kind of gets a little bit sideways and starts reacting so fast. I mean, it's, it's unreal, but just like you said, it all happens so fast, right? Like there's no way you could have done anything, anything different to control it any better or anything like that. There's no chance. But the part that blows my mind is and, and like, this is something I've thought about before. And like you just said, in that second or two, that split second to where you're racing up to a face and let off, you know, to land a jump perfectly, that second or two of the thing accelerating like crazy is the difference in landing in the sweet yeah, spot exactly. to, to overshooting the thing by a mile and, and you being literally twice as high as the people around you to where Logan, like totally for, forgets about the race. He's, you know like just looking at his friend, you know what I mean? Like that's a, just such a crazy thought to me. Yeah, it is. That, that's, I, it is absolutely crazy. Like I almost landed at the face of the next step up and Gosh, yeah. he, he, I mean, we, yeah, just like, it's just a, the difference of a two second split um, that he was on the gas or that I was on the gas and he wasn't um, and caused that obviously. But yeah, it was just, like when I landed, I obviously didn't, you know, feel anything. I didn't know anything happened. I looked down and mm-hmm. my leg is 180 degrees backwards and up in my head. So I was oh like, man, this, gosh. this isn't good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, anybody that's overshot a jump knows that feeling of like waiting for the ground. Right. But you took that to a 
a whole new level. Like, again, I don't think you could have handled it any better than you did. Like your bike control was on full display in that moment by the way that you corralled this thing. It was amazing, but you had no chance, you know, especially with the, with the elevation there, you know, it wasn't like you were just, uh, on a gradual downside, right? Like, like there's so much elevation there that you were falling out of the sky. But, uh, again, like I thought your, your bike control, uh, was amazing. Like we can see, I mean, you look like, you look like Joel. I mean, you guys ride so similar, um, in the way that you can control a bike. And I feel like that, that had a lot to do with this. Like that had, that was, you know, very, that was an integral part of you controlling this thing. I don't know if you've thought about that till now, but that stood out to me from the second I saw the video. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I just, I watched the video and I'm like, man, I I kept trying to think of, in the hospital, really, I guess, kept yeah. trying to think of different scenarios, like, how could I have possibly made this any better to where I wouldn't have broke anything, where I could have just, you know, bounced my face off the bars or something. But I keep watching back and back and back the video. And if you pause the video... When I first land, my like nerf bar is in the dirt. Like, I don't know if I would have jumped off my bike, that would have been like my legs in the dirt. Like it it could have been just way worse than any other scenario. I'm just glad that, you know, I was, I'm just glad that I was, you know, watched over. I feel like in that, in that situation. So yeah, yeah. You couldn't have said it any better. Again, I thought you handled it awesome. And yes, it, I mean, again, easy for me to say, but I thought, uh, surely, surely you could have walked away from that situation, you know, more roughed up and, and worse off than you are now. So the shame of it was, and that's one thing that I kept hitting on in the review show that followed that Gatorback event was I hated that your injury overshadowed the amazing race day that you were having at that time. You know, that, that P3 finish, third place finish in the first moto, obviously you're in excellent position there at the start of that second moto by far the the greatest you know race day of your career to that point uh so you ran third throughout in that first moto you had the leaders in sight the entire race which was incredible you actually passed the eventual winner bryce ford at one point so tell me about that first moto because i'm sure you know as you've had some time you know you've had a little downtime now to think about you know all this race day the good and the bad um but you had to find yourself thinking about how amazing that first moto was in the time since it all went down since that Gatorback day went down there but i'm sure that that great memory replayed in your mind as well not just the not just the crappy stuff oh yeah absolutely and that was honestly out of the the whole the whole thing from that day that was the hardest part for me to like take in is like i just wanted to finish that day off strong and finish that day off where i thought i could i could finish it and uh yeah went from the highest to highest to lowest to lows but yeah that day started off uh man really good hole shot um right right with those guys up 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 in that top three spot and um kind of just rode our race i was expecting to get like i didn't know i I couldn't i didn't know really what happened to joel or chad um so i was kind of just the whole time just like all right when's 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 joel gonna come by when's chad coming (laughs) um but uh they never came so i was like all right i'm just i'm racing this race with these guys so uh yeah, it was it was sick. Like just being able to be up front and like battling with those guys and hearing the people really like screaming on the sidelines. That was the coolest thing. Just the, the support from the people was was badass. Um, yeah, it just yeah. I just I want to be able to to feel that feeling again. And that second motor, man, that's all I all I wanted to to go for. So it's just it was the most heartbreaking thing that. Uh, it went from the highest of highs to lowest lows that day. It was just uh, that's what killed me. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so a couple things there. One is, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Right. And I don't know how you'd ever make sense. Absolutely. Of, I don't know how you'd ever make sense of what happened on this day, you know? Right. But the one part that, that I do kind of hold on to for you is the fact that you got that feeling like you got that top three feeling and racing right at the front of the pack. And like, that's something now as you know, you voyage your way back to, you know, to being at the, the, the race pace and the condition that you were when this all went down, you have that feeling though, which is something that so few people have of racing at the front of being a top three guy of finishing on, on the podium in a moto that's a feeling that like i'm sure again like you just said that's a that's like a motivational factor for you at this point something that you've got a taste of and now you want more of absolutely yeah like i just want that feeling again more than anything like it's the best feeling in the world so right so to have that as you know a little bit of your fuel for all this i think is a huge thing and then and i never did this at the pro level like like you did so i don't know that feeling but i do know the feeling of like feeling like I found this flow, right? And there's no way to force that. It just happens. Some race days you have it, some days you don't. And I remember feeling that a few times in Pro-Am where like I was able to stay with Janusa or like name the rider, but it's something I couldn't necessarily do all the time. And I'm assuming that that's kind of what you felt in that moto there. Like you were, you know, waiting for these couple got the, the champions, right? To come and they never came. And you found yourself with dudes like Bryce and, and Jeffrey, and you're right there racing with them. And, and I, what I wanted to ask you about was i mean because obviously like we've seen both of those guys be very successful throughout their careers jeffrey for a number of years bryce the last few years but for you that's got to be such a cool feeling to like no longer is it you're looking up at these guys now it's like man like i'm running with them and i, and I don't know how that mental shift happens but that's got to be such an awesome feeling for you like i'm becoming one of those guys like a a true podium contender that's just got to be such an awesome feeling yeah it's 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 really crazy it's funny that you said that too because just the other day i was like watching youtube videos and stuff of me training back with joel when i was on a on a just got onto a shifter and he's a uh, he's yeah. pro at the time and I was like, man, it's crazy. I'm like pro with Joel racing these guys. Now these same guys that used to train me when I was on a shifter, like it's, that is, that is like really crazy to me. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, train with, I trained with all those guys, Jeffrey, Joel, Janusa. And now people look up to you like you looked up to them. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then one day those kids will eventually be racing pro with us. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's unreal how that works, but uh, it's awesome to have that perspective too. Again, like like for you to be one of those kids, it's a conversation we've had with so many people on this show, Brandon Hogue and and other people like like you, younger guys, where it's like you wasn't long ago you were one of the kids, and now now you're working with kids and and seeing them look up to you like the you know the 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 pros like that's what you are, you know these guys that are battling at the front of the pack, which is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, and that was like one of my dreams always as a kid too, just like you know every other kid's dream is now you know to be a pro and to be training other kids that was that was my dream at one point mm-hmm. and now it's really yeah. reality it's just that's the coolest thing to me 
the fact that a person like like you can live out their childhood dreams, man, is just uh, it's such a blessing. So, so one thing that we speculated about, and I remember talking about this potentially playing a role leading up to that Gatorback race, is you came into that that second national there. You came in on a hot streak of sorts after finishing runner up to Joel, like you were just talking about, finishing runner up to Joel at the spring break race down there at your at your family's facility. And I found myself thinking like you know, yes, it's, it's, you know, your facility, you've done a million laps there. Everybody has basically, but you had done a zillion laps there, but racing amongst podium guys, I I thought was going to have you believing that no matter where you guys lined up, you could do it. And sure enough, that's exactly how it played out. So do you like, do you think there was any correlation there? You know, cause obviously like, I mean, we knew you were going to be good at, at the race at, you know, the Decker training facility. That's a no brainer, but to be as good as you were to kind of be like in a league of your own, you know, maybe a tick off a of Joel, but, a, you know, ahead of all the other guys, I, I thought that that had to bleed over to the nationals. And that's exactly what we saw at that, at that race after that. So that was one other thing I wanted to, wanted to ask you about before we, you know, kind of moved on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you said, um, it is my home track. I get a, ride, a, a bazillion laps on there. I get to ride there all the time and train there all the time. So yes, I do have a little bit of a home. I do have definitely a home field advantage. Um, but uh, yes, it, it was definitely a confidence booster for sure. Like, um, to be honest, I didn't like. I'd never believed in myself that I could. Um, I I knew that I could keep up with those with those boys, but I never believed that I could beat them. Like. The, with a little like beat him with a with with some distance at the end to kind of breathe um mm-hmm. so to just do that it was kind of like a conf a definite confidence booster and eye opener for myself so mm-hmm. when i did that at my race i knew okay well i can do it at my track i can do it you know at another yeah. track i just i just got to do it <laughs> well and the other thing too that that kind of was in the back of my mind is you also know yes is it your is it your track yes it is but at the same time like all of those guys also ride there so it's not like you had such an advantage because you're the only guy that saw this racetrack right like that was the other thing that stood out to me like hey man like you know, if he can do it there, he can do it anywhere. Like you said, and there's something about thinking you can do it, but then finally doing it, you know, getting over that hump and beating guys like that. Um, I just feel like that, that takes it to a whole nother level. And then we saw that at Gatorback, which was, which was awesome. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, like for me, at least like when I get over that hump, like, like you just said, like that, uh, start getting that feeling and getting, you know, knowing what it takes to be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it starts hap- like happening more often, or, or at least you know you know what it takes to, to at least do it. Um, exactly. And that's kind of what I needed. We'll get right back to the show, but now a word from our sponsors. And thank you for listening to these ads. Without these great companies, none of this would be possible. Show your support for the people who support us. The official tire choice of Digging Deep, CSD tires are the choice of ATV Racing's elite on the track, in the woods, and every other terrain. CSD tires swept the ATV Racing world in 2022 as Joel Hetrick, Bryson Neal, and Bo Barron rode their Pulse MXR and Pulse HT tires to an ATV Pro Motocross title, GNCC XC1 Pro title, and 10th ATV Pro Works Racing title, respectfully. Led by champion Joel Hetrick and podium contenders Bryce Ford, Jeffrey 
Pastorelli and Nick Janusa, CST's Pulse MXR tire is the most trusted tire in ATV motocross today. Available in soft and standard compounds, the Pulse MXR offers the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior wear characteristics when compared to the competition. And did I mention they have a contingency program as well? Visit shop.csttires.com to join the CST takeover today, or prepare to be beat by someone who did. The best of the best choose CST. Do you? You know we're Team Blue Crew here at the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast, as the Yamaha YFZ450R is the official ATV of Digging Deep. In a move started by eight-time ATV MX Pro Class National Champion Chad Weenan, who with his next championship will become the winningest champion in ATV motocross history, we are living in ATV Racing's YFZ450R era. Alongside Weenan, seven-time GNCC XC1 Pro ATV National Champion Walker Fowler welcomed a pair of new champions to the Yamaha Champions Club as the podium-proven Yamaha YFC450R proved to be the winning choice for Joel Hetrick and Bryson Neal. This unprecedented success for the YFC450R, its unrivaled quality and performance, and the clear fact that Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATV racing has resulted in a complete Yamaha takeover within the sport quad market. Evident by the continuation of Yamaha's Blue Crew Racer Support Program, Yamaha riders will once again cash in on payout and prize opportunities in 2023, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ450R. For more info, head over to YamahaBlueCrew.com. Follow Yamaha Outdoors as well as the new Blue Crew official channel on social media and check out Yamaha's full proven off-road lineup at YamahaOutdoors.com today. SSI decals, your decals, your way. SSI decals sets the standard with the best looking decals, graphics kits, and vinyl wraps in the industry. Established in 1947, SSI took shape as an offshoot of their parent company by doing a little work for local pro Chad Wienan. Nearly two decades later and fueled by a passion for ATVs, the company has flourished into one of ATV Moto's most recognized brands. From ATV Motocross, SSI has expanded into graphics and design work for top racers in GNCC, works racing, pro motocross and supercross, off-road, and more, headlined by eight-time world champion top fuel drag racer Clay Milliken. Whether your project is big or small, SSI decals will make your identity stick. Get started today at SSIDecals.com and use code DIGGINGDEEP10 for 10% off at checkout. Things are about to get sick. The Digging Deep ATVMX podcast is brought to you in part by DID and their wide range of championship winning chains. From the street to the track and everywhere in between, DID chains are designed to give you the optimal riding experience with great performance and increased chain life. Consistent to the core, pick up your box of reliability today. DID, what drives you? We are proud to be partnered with Namira Technologies. For over 20 years, Namira has pushed the limit of value and reliability in the ATV and side-by-side market. Covering more applications than anyone in the industry, Namira's full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and industry-leading top-end repair kits and more have led to higher overall engine performance for your machine. Visit your local dealer or online at www.namira.com and follow along on Instagram for giveaways and exciting new products in 2023. Namira Technologies, your one-stop shop engine component supplier. We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV Components. Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years. With a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals and cylinders, 
shock and suspension parts, winches, clutch kits, valves, carb kits, bearing kits, and drive chain parts. Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world. Visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. Well, uh, we can't wait to to see you get back healthy, pal, and and put an absolute assault on the 2024 ATB Motocross National season. I can't wait for that. You know, hopefully we can see you pick up right where you left off and, and be as strong as you were because you were uh, obviously trending up as much as anybody we saw in the sport at that time. So really looking forward to that. All that pent up energy has to go somewhere. And I have a feeling that it's going to be propelling you to the front of the pack there. But Zach, while I have you, I hope you don't mind helping me do a little, a little quick preview for the weekend ahead at high point who better to ask than you your, your thoughts on high point obviously obviously you're a, a pennsylvania native and you've performed pretty well the last couple of times that we've we've been to high point uh, i know you got a seventh in a moto last year which was really strong for your rookie season i remember you winning at least pro sport in 2021 i think so i mean last couple of years you've been good there what are your thoughts on high point man i love high point it's actually one of my favorite tracks on the circuit i I wish that's literally one of the tracks I was looking forward to so bad this year. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love High Point. I, that's a super fun track, fast paced, and I like fast paced, so that's kind of my style. Well, it, it reminds me of of Gatorback. Absolutely. With the 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 hard packed and the off cambers and the little bit of elevation and stuff like that, so it doesn't come as a surprise that. It's uh, one that you look forward to, but they're talking about the possibility of rain this weekend, which is always the case at yeah. high point, always the case at high point, right? Like every time we go to high point, uh, that's something that is, is considered uh, 90% chance of thunderstorms on Friday. I saw, I saw enough people, yeah. I saw enough people talking about it that I needed to look this up. So 90% chance of thunderstorms on Friday, 50% chance of showers on Saturday, 50% chance of showers on Sunday. And as I said, Zach, this is very much the norm for high point. Um, I don't know if you remember, but in 2018, Muddy Creek got canceled due to flooding. Do you remember that? And the, the next week was high point. And they were calling for a bunch of rain and a bunch of people skipped it and it barely sprinkled all weekend. There was dark clouds and everybody. Yes. I remember that beautiful weekend. Yeah, exactly. So all my friends didn't go because it said it was going to rain. I was like, dude, you should have went. It was the best weekend ever. It It was, it was the best high point ever. Like no question in my mind. Again, it looked like it was going to rain. Everyone thought it was going to rain. It never rained. So kind of my, uh, my, my thought here, I've never, yeah, yes, exactly. There's hope. Like I'm never one to really look too far ahead to the forecast. Um, but I don't think it's all doom and gloom yet because maybe we got a a 2018 all over again. Yeah, I'm hoping so. As long as it's not Iron Man last year, I think we'll be good. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was one that we'll never forget. But uh, yeah, so High Point is known as being you know hard packed. Obviously, the off cambers that I mentioned, like I said, very much like Gatorback. So so nobody better to ask than you. So if I was to ask you your podium prediction ahead of the weekend here, who would you tell me? My podium prediction, um, Joel. Uh, I'm going to say Joel in number one. Okay. Um, man, it's kind of tricky. Joel or Chad played, Chad did, did, did great. in uh, in Texas, um, I'm going to put Chad back in number two and then number three. Hmm. Um, I hate to put you on the spot here, pal. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make it, let's, I'll make it a little easier for you. We're going to set up as if you have 
an ATV fantasy team. So we're going to set an ATV fantasy team for you. So Zach Decker's fantasy team is Joel Hattrick in tier one, because yeah. you you have him, you have him uh, beating out Chad Wien in there. And obviously we know that this is one of Joel's very best tracks on the circuit. So your tier two, because now we've introduced five tiers uh, for this weekend, trying to make it a little more difficult for our, for our, uh, our players here. So tier two are the two guys that have finished on the podium this year other than the the past champion. So our tier two is Bryce Ford or Jeffrey Rastrelli. So all you got to do is pick between those two guys. I'm going to go with Bryce Ford. Okay. So hard, obviously, to pick against him at this point. He's been on the podium every weekend, though Jeffrey has been really, really strong, strong. at high point. Yes. Absolutely. He's been, he's been good this year, but he's also been good at high point where he led all those laps in 2018 and got very close to his first win and all those things. So uh, don't sleep on Jeffrey at this race to all the listeners out there. Jeffrey, I think is going to be good this weekend too. And Jeffrey's been on his game. Jeffrey's been very much on his game. I love to see the guy doing well and uh, he's not giving anybody an inch this year. So awesome to see tier three now for this weekend, at least is another, just a two rider battle. Uh, Nick Janusa or Brandon Hogue? Who are we going to take there? I'm going to go with Brandon Hogue. Hard to hard to, to to bet against Brandon, and we've seen him get on the podium at this event before. So I don't know about you, Zach, but I think about when I think about Brandon. Uh, these hard pack tracks, I, I think, are where he really thrives. And not only that, but how many how many like. I don't want to say down weekends, but how many weekends can we see him not in contention, right? Like it, it's gotta, it's gotta happen at some point here. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember him and Bryce had a good battle last year at mm-hmm. high point. So I'm uh, hoping to see that again this year. Okay. Okay. So you're taking, you're taking uh Brandon Hogan tier three. So tier four is where it gets a little more dicey. Uh, Logan Stanfield, Max Lindquist, Wesley Wolf, Cody Ford, Michael Allred, Kevin Saar, or Zach Decker. I know I wish we could take you. You wouldn't even be in this tier, I don't think, if you were uh, still out there. Um, but who are we going to take in tier four? Um, I'm going to have to go with my boy Logan. Yeah, hard to hard to bet against him, right? Now, this weekend, yeah. trying to make it a little more difficult because, uh, and I've said this on previous shows, Logan is such an easy pick because you know what you're getting with him. He's so consistent. I mean, he's like, Absolutely. he's all, he's, he's always the fantasy pick, but Max Lindquist is in that tier this weekend. So might be a little bit, a little bit more, more difficult to pick there. Uh, so then your, your last, your last pick here is your tier five rider. And your options are Vince Merman, Adam Ulrich, Aaron Salinas, Dane Molander, Andrew Shaddle, Zach Harris, or Marshall Smith. Um, I'm going to have to go with Vince, Vince Merman, Vince Merman. Yeah. He's, he's at the top of this tier for a reason. Obviously he's the highest of all these guys in points. And I feel like we see a little more consistency out of him versus like the, the rookies, right? Like the rookies, obviously some of those guys have some serious speed, but, uh, he's, I think like the, he's the, the more consistent one, at least of that group. And obviously I know you're, you're pretty tight with him, I think, but he's a, a guy that I, I like cheering for, uh, Vince yeah. works his tail off. Right. And a uh, guy I want to see succeed for sure. Yeah. And he's made major improvements from last year. Yeah. Um, so it's cool to see him, to see him, uh, doing a lot better than he, than he was. So yeah, yeah, man, I'd love to see it. So our, our Zach Decker team here is Joel Hetrick, Bryce Ford, Brandon Hogue, Logan Stanfield, Vince Merman. Pretty solid team. 
Uh, it's going to be hard to beat that one for sure. Um, so last thing I want to do before we get out of here, buddy, and we kind of touched on some of these topics as we discussed the class here, but I'd love to quickly get your take on some of our SSI decals, top five storylines heading into, uh, into round four here. And uh, the first one I want to talk about is which rookie not named Kevin Saar. So I have confirmed that he is he is eligible for rookie of the year. That's something that we've discussed on previous episodes. Uh, so he is eligible for rookie of the year. He's leading that that rookie of the year uh, you know points battle right now. So following in Zach Decker's footsteps here. Uh, but who will be the first rookie not named Kevin Saar to finish in the top ten of the pro class? Zach, do you have a, a prediction on that? So what new pro rookies do we have this year? We have uh, so, Kevin Saar. We Kevin, have Kevin Saar, Adam Ulrich, Aaron Salinas, Dane Molander, and okay, I, Andrew Shaddle as well. Okay, um, I think that's. Um, I think that we'll see Aaron Salinas up in the top ten so uh, once or twice this year. I truly believe so. I think so too. I mean, honestly, uh, so Adam Ulrich has has been quite impressive. We had him on the, on the previous episode. He was really good. I uh, can't sleep on him. Um, Dane at one of the, you know, one of these weekends, we're going to see Dane kind of regain his form from last year, but yep. Aaron, Aaron is the guy that has been like the most flashy. Um, he's been the guy that I think in some motos we've seen really good motos near top 10 in motos, and then just had, you know, a not top 10, like a DNF type ride to go along with it. So I think that I'm in agreement that I think the first one to make this happen is probably going to be Aaron Salinas and it could be this weekend at high point. Um, so the next question I have for you, Bryce Ford has been the, the clear P3 guy through, through three races so far this season. So will we see anyone challenge that this weekend? Um, yeah, I, I honestly think that, um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, we might see Jeffrey up there this weekend. Like Jeffrey's been on a charge this year. Uh, I think he has a, a really good setup. I think he's in shape himself. And I think that uh, he also um, likes his hard pack tracks. I don't know what it is with us Florida boys and our <laughs> riding the sand track, but we're better on hard pack. But. Right. Yeah. That's a, that doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but you're right. There's definitely some truth to that. And like we said before, I mean, Jeffrey's good on the hard pack tracks. We've seen it at high point before. And I'm for whatever reason, like I have this thing where I'm like, things don't like, I, if I can't see it happening, if I can't like actually picture it, I don't think it's ever going to happen. But with, with this race and Jeffrey, I can, I can see him being right in the mix at the front. I can very much picture it. We've seen it before at this race. So, um, so yeah, I think it could be a dogfight between those two guys specifically, uh, this weekend. So I think, I think you're onto something there. Yeah. So, so blast from the past year. So you and Max Linquist locked up for some phenomenal battles in pro-am a few years ago, 2020, I believe. Um, so you're a great guy to ask about this one. Max clearly doesn't expect to be a seventh or eighth place guy. So we do, do we finally see some flash out of him this weekend at high point? Um, I think uh, his time's going to come for sure. Um, Max has always shined in those rough, uh, conditions those rough mm -hmm. sandy conditions um yep so i think i think that he um, i don't have him out of my picture for sure but i think that we're going to start seeing him shine a lot more when it gets to be rougher tracks yeah um sunset i know he loves sunset i'm i'm, I'm he's going to be on my on okay. my list for sure okay okay yeah i think he's the one the one thing like 
when I think about Max is kind of like I said with Brandon, I mean, one of these weekends, he's going to get a good start and he's going to be up front and he's going to stay up front. You know, like we've, we've seen him, he was, I think it was one of the Gatorback motos. He was in fourth for the longest time. And then, you know, he had a mechanical or something. So it's not like he hasn't been in the mix. Uh, but, but one of these weekends, when you're a guy that's got a number of podiums under your belt, you know, you, you can't keep a dog down for that long. I feel like, so one well, of these weekends it's going to happen, but yeah. So, so kind of in that same realm, then asking you about Brandon Hogue with our, our second to last question I got for you here, Brandon Hogue, uh, third in the championship last year, but we haven't really seen him, you know, in podium contention this year yet. Is it going to happen at high point? Does, does, do we see it at high point? I really think he's another guy that I could very much see battling for, for podium position this up, up, upcoming weekend. We've seen it before, like I said, and one of these weekends, Brandon's going to put it all together. Like we know he's got the speed. We know he's got, you know, the, the whole package. He's just got to put it all together. I agree with you hundred percent. I think, um, Brandon did very well at, at Gatorback as well. Um, that was a hard pack track. I would not doubt to see um, Bryce, Jeffrey, and himself battling um, all, all, all up for that third position. Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, obviously, I think you're 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 on to something there. I mean, you probably spent a bunch of time with Brandon because we know he was he was down at the Decker training facility a bunch this off season. But man, I just want it so bad for Brandon because I know how hard he is on himself, right? So I know absolutely, and he puts in a lot of work, a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 feeling for him. So I want him to put it all together one of these weekends, and I hope that we see it this weekend in PA. So last one for you, our last storyline here, our SSI decals top five storylines. Uh, Chad Weenan broke his collarbone same weekend that you got injured there at Gatorback. Uh, he had three weeks now to heal following that amazing runner-up finish at Texas in Texas there. Will he have anything for Joel in what is clearly one of Joel's best tracks on the circuit? Will Chad have enough to, to give Joel a run? You think? Um, my honest opinion, I think Joel's on a different level this year. Um, I think, I think Joel's just, he's not even human. He's like being animal. Like he's yeah unreal this year. I think, uh, I think that we'll see another dominant performance from Joel. Yeah. I think, uh, he's, he's surely seemingly unlocked another gear. I don't know how he does it, but, uh, but yeah, he is, he is on point right now, him and that machine and, just there's something about the off cambers and, and setting up the corners like he does and landing sideways and just something about high point that he, he has flexed his muscles there in the past. So hard to think that this year would be any different. That being said, Zach, if it rains, all of the stuff that we just said could be totally out the window and, and not matter at all. So, um, so, so yeah, who knows, but, uh, pal, I, I, can't thank you enough for your time. This is awesome. Our listeners heard it here from you, and that's so meaningful. I uh, can't thank you enough for joining me for this. And if you're down, if you're going to be at some of the races going forward here at the end of the year, throughout the year here, this is uh, maybe something we should do again because it's been a whole lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely planning on going to, uh, to a few of these races. I can't, I can't leave the sport uh, and not watch it. So I'll definitely be at a few. Awesome, pal. Well, uh, one last thing. I got one last question for you. So are you are you back in PA now? Or are you still in Florida? So, yes, I just flew home or actually drove home um, this past weekend. I had my ortho, ortho appointment today that I had to make it down to. And then uh, high points this weekend. So I wanted to come out and watch that. Got it. Okay. So now are you in PA to stay or, or how does that work? Um, I'm in PA till like. 
till after High Point, probably after High Point, I'll probably head back to to Florida. Okay, because so the reason why I ask is because Logan and I had talked about is it like would it be difficult to basically like be at the racetrack, you know, like like at the Decker training facility there? Does that make it easier or harder as you know you you recover here because obviously you can't ride? So I didn't know if it was kind of a difficult thing to be you know at the racetrack and not be able to ride or being around, you know, dudes riding and your buddies, does that make it a little easier? Like you're not that far removed from the sport, if that makes sense. It's actually a little bit of both. Like um, being at the track every day, watching people ride, it's, it is hard. Like it, that's the hardest thing for me is just watching my buddies ride and I can't ride with them. Um, right, right. That's difficult. But at the same time, being with my friends, hanging out and watching them ride and getting to be a part of their program, um, is I, I like that it's, it's nice to it's it's fun like i've been helping out kale the last few days and it's just nice to just be there and just you know watch him ride do lap times that's awesome well i i i've felt that in the past right with with things where i couldn't ride or whatever and it's kind of a love-hate thing like you you love still being at the track with your buddies but you hate that you're not able to ride yep exactly Awesome, pal. Well, uh, I can't thank you enough again for your time. I very much would love to do this again uh, as the season unfolds here. Uh, but again, thanks so much for fitness into your schedule and wishing you all the, the best with your healing and everything else. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, pal. Absolutely. And thank you for, for uh, having me on the show. I appreciate it. Always, pal. You're the man. That's Zach Decker on the mend and healing up for his assault on the 2024 ATV Motocross National Championship season right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast brought to you by Rocky Mountain ATVMC. Thanks so much, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thank you. We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. The following message is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has outdone themselves this time, creating the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, an official sponsor of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I am blown away. This thing is next level. What sets this trimmer apart from all the rest? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. It features a new multi-functioning on-off switch with travel lock for those of us who like to travel. And my favorite, the new trimmer allows you to customize your trim with four different guard lengths and upgrade from its predecessor that only featured two. If you're listening, you know that good tools are a must, so wait no more to get the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. Hey everyone, this is Larry Mills, president of DP Breaks North America and proud partner of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. We at DP Brakes are a longtime supporter of ATV racing and the world leader in centered brake technology, dominating the ATV world for decades by supporting the best four-wheel racers on the planet. This year's lineup includes Jeff Rastrelli, Mark Baldwin and Baldwin Motorsports, Ford Brothers Racing, Nick Janusa, and many more, including Mr. Digging Deep himself, Cody Jansen, plus all the top 17 GNCC pros such as seven-time champion Walker Fowler, Bryson Neal, Hunter Hart, Cole Richardson, Jared McClure, Adam McGill, and previous champion Chris Borch. These top riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their DP brakes have to offer, products that ultimately help 
place them on top of the podium week after week. DP brakes are available through www.dp-brakes.com or you can purchase them through your local Parts Unlimited stocking dealer. Or you can even message us, myself, Larry Mills, or DP Brakes on Instagram or Facebook. And if you have any questions about product or sponsorship support, please ask us. We are waiting for you. Join the best ATV riders in the world equipped with DP Brakes. And have a great year, everyone. Nearing two decades into the brand's existence, Factory 43 is back and better than ever, continuing to make major waves in the ATV world. For the third consecutive season, Factory 43 is the official aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing ATV team, providing their state-of-the-art Evo Nerf bars, MX-style front bumpers, and grab bars for two-time champ Joel Hetrick. If you're in the market to upgrade your Nerf bars, bumpers, or grab bars, head over to Factory43ATV.com to see their full line of industry-leading products available for all makes and models. Head over to Factory43ATV.com today. Success in the ATV MX world is similar to what creates financial success as well. The right people, the right advice, and more importantly, hard work and the benefit of an ongoing relationship as situations change and adversity is experienced. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Haymower Financial Group can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help your family prepare for whatever life brings. Call me, Scott Haymower, at Haymower Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, at 920-338-8150. That's 920-338-8150. Offices located in beautiful De Pere, Wisconsin, with registrations and clients nationwide. Headlined by the 4130 Chromali, Launderville Steel and Concrete Supply is a full-service steel supplier of new and surplus steel, aluminum, and stainless steel products. This racing family-owned full metal service center and concrete product supplier comes with over 30 years of experience serving the entire United States from their central Midwest location. As the number one choice for nationwide shipments and with available next-day delivery in select areas, LSE has you covered near or far. 4130 is not just the chromoly tubing and plate used in the building of chassis for an array of motorsports applications, but it is also the name of the newest addition to the Pro Paddock with riders Jaden J.J. Launderville and Max Linquist, introducing the new 4130 Motorsports team. Launderville Steel offers a large selection of material for any project, including their concrete division that can supply everything you need to complete your next business or personal project. For a quote or more info, visit LaundervilleSteel.com today or give them a call at 715-675-6193. That's 715-675-6193. Here at Digging Deep, we have an obvious passion for ATVs and pridefully enjoy sharing the sports history. Since 2019, when the podcast was born, we've been working to partner with individuals who share our passion, but one man and his vision had been missing from our partnership group until now. When it comes to the sports history, the hallowed grounds of Binky's Forever ATC Museum has it all. Binky Tapscott's mind-blowing collection of three- and four-wheelers has preserved history by spanning all makes and models from Honda three-wheelers in chronological order to unique builds that shaped ATV racing as we know it, like Doug Gust's iconic DRZ-powered hybrid thumper and everything in between. There's no denying Binky's passion, a passion that we certainly relate to here at Digging Deep. Binky's goal is to share his amazing collection with fellow enthusiasts by making his prized possessions accessible to the public via scheduled visits. Follow Forever ATC Museum on Facebook and watch foreveratc.com for further updates on possibly getting a chance to see Binky's Forever ATC Museum for yourself. We are proud to welcome Binky's Forever ATC Museum to the Digging Deep family. Thanks for listening, and remember to support our partners. Now back to the show.
Man, that was awesome. Great to hear Zach Decker is on the mend, and he was really, really good on the show. Now let's go racing at High Point. Major thanks to tonight's featured guest, Zach Decker. Thanks to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother, for all his hard work. Thanks to Brooke and AMA official Harv Whipple. Thanks to all of our donors. You know who you are. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to all of our partners, CST Tires. Go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew. Thanks to SSI decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymauer Financial Group, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Binky's Forever ATC Museum, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Support the brands that support our show, and don't forget to use those codes to save. Find it all on our website, and be sure to click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner for all your gear and parts needs and to help us out. And most of all, thanks to you guys for listening. A reminder that you can find everything regarding Digging Deep ATV Fantasy at atvfantasy.com. For the first time ever, five tiers this week. As we went over with Zach Decker, it's going to be insane. And at shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com, you'll find our all-new alternative line of shirts and hoodies. I love these things. I'm wearing one right now. So stoked on those. We got them flying off the shelves. So you can check those out at shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com. And if you're looking for another easy way to help support us, visit our website and click the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee buttons. This allows you to set up a one-time or monthly contribution to support our efforts. If you want to hear your voice on the Race Review Show following High Point, leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the show at 920-569-3519. That's 920-569-3519. Follow the show on social media, Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional content, coverage, and more fun stuff as we make our way through another exciting ATV motocross season. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast. All episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links and discount codes, show merchandise, fantasy info, and more can all be found on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out today. Be a friend, tell a friend, please download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. Our High Point Review Show will be a couple days later than you've been used to so far this season. It'll come out in the middle of next week rather than on Monday or Tuesday, but it'll be worth the wait. And with that, For Zach Decker, Brooke Jansen, Dallas Jansen, and I'm your host, Cody Jansen. Thanks for listening to and making us the most listened to podcast in ATV racing with more than 212,000 downloads last month in more than 101 total countries. Until next time, thanks for joining us in digging deep with the stars of ATV motocross. See you next week. Things are crashing and burning here at the Digging Deep Podcast, much like the Titanic. Those guys were hauling ass, for real. I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Quad are freaking gnarly.